Hi and welcome to Parts Ninja, a podcast dedicated to the African people and culture. You, my friend, are most welcome to the listening hub of the century. It has been a while, friends and foes. I missed you guys so much. And that is because it has been an interesting couple of weeks. However, I remain thankful. While we hope to be alive and well to see the end of this raging pandemic called COVID-19, do well to mask up, level up your personal hygiene and maintain physical distancing. Shout out to Dubai, my NYC friend who stuck around and kept in touch despite the distance between us. My shout out is not because he kept in touch, but rather because Dubim loves cartoons as much as I do. Yes, you heard that right. I love cartoons. I'm curious, what are your favorite cartoons? I, my all time favorite actually remains Dom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. The classical Tom and Jerry. Also, a belated happy birthday to Topa Ayeni. Many more years to come, my beautiful, beautiful boy. And of course, to everyone listening out there, it is almost unbelievable. We've got listeners in more than 15 countries. Oh my god, I still love that you all are growing with me. Thank you, thank you so much. Kindly follow on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter for updates. You can check out my blog as well on www.podsnige.blogspot.com. Details about this can be seen on the platform description. Stay with me as I will be sharing with you very, very brief COVID-19 story. Well, of course, I know you all are quite fast with what has been happening around the world when it comes to this virus. However, I will be sharing stories from my own community and what my folks are saying about the virus will be shared for your listening pleasure. And then some interesting African facts followed by post Ninja persons of interest. This is where I give you some cool gist about our very own African heroes. If you recall in my last episode titled The Road Trip, I talked about the brain behind the number one and only African Sherbottom Museum and the builder of the fastest carbureted front wheel car in the world. Please listen to my previous episode if you missed out on that. Today is on another level. Let us not forget our priceless strange but true stories. And last but not the least, my take on contemporary issues around the globe. Once again, you are in for an exciting ride. I decree and declare that there shall be no boring moment whatsoever. Stay safe, stay tuned. As of the scripting of this message, there are over 35,000 confirmed cases in Nigeria and some hundred of numbers less than a thousand deaths. 
globally we have over 14 million cases out of which 7 million and above have recovered and uh, 550,000 plus deaths hmm. my sincerest condolences to anyone who has lost someone to the cold hands of death it will interest you to know that here in Nigeria at least my community Many do not believe that COVID is real. Many more think that government is deliberately scaring us into believing that the coronavirus is indeed amongst us. I asked a colleague of mine why he thought COVID-19 wasn't real, or at least in Nigeria. His response was, and I quote, The government is trying to get more money for their selfish gains. What do you make of that? I think or feel that the virus is real. I am utterly scared of going to work every day because so many are not following the guidelines for prevention. In fact, I think because we are not testing as much as we ought to, there are more COVID infected persons than the confirmed cases in the country. My opinion. Please stay safe. My people, make gonna wear mask, make gonna wash your hand, use sanitizer. Okay. Even if for some reason COVID-19 is not as much as you all think, these guidelines are not out of the ordinary. They are what you ought to be doing to stay clean and be free from any form of diseases in the first place. So, are we tired of practicing cleanliness now? In a nutshell, it is better to be safe than sorry. I want you all alive listening to this show in five years' time, okay? Do you know that the first time the Nigerian national team left the country in 1949, they played without boots? You are listening to the African Fact segment. The first time the Nigerian national football team played outside the country, it took them two weeks to reach their destination. They sailed from Lagos to England, and every day on the ship, 18 players would run around the deck to keep fit. The team wore roly green jerseys and white shirts, and the only striker who had boots was Sokari Dokubu. How about that for an interesting fact? This is no fiction, my people. It is quite interesting that our first person of interest in the next segment is still on sports matters. Let's go hear about Helen Joseph. Helen Joseph is a US-based Nigerian-born boxer who has not only three major titles but is reported to be feared by opponents. The 30-year-old boxer hails from River State but currently resides in the US. Joseph has fought from featherweight to super flyweight and has earned the nicknames Iron Lady and Princess of Africa. Hey, 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 go girl. A second person of interest, Archie Williams. 
convicted of attempted rape and killing a woman, this black American was wrongly convicted for a crime he did not commit for 37 years, having entered prison at the age of 22. What a story. Williams wrote to the Innocence Project in 1995. At the time, he had spent 12 years in prison already and was 35 years old. The Innocence Project took on his case and for the next 24 years, tried to prove Williams' innocence. Can you imagine? Wow. When a judge finally ordered for DNA test, excuse me, it took just eight hours to find who the true rapist was. Wow. After the DNA test result proved, the Williams was actually innocent and um, the rapist was Stephen Forbes. A week later, Williams at the age of 57 was declared a free man. Gaining the freedom he has been cheated of. Check out his fundraising page and story on mightycause.com so far Williams has raised over $40,000 out of the $50,000 US dollars target to help him get some semblance of normalcy some compensation for his last years of course that would never be enough 37 years that 5 years rather is a very 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 long time Next is our Strange But True segment, where you'll be hearing about the youngest mother in the world. Stay tuned. Say hello to Lena Medina, who gave birth to a healthy baby boy at the age of five. Yes, you heard that right the age of five. Mm -mm. Medina's parents noticed that their five-year-old daughter's belly became enlarged and they were scared that their daughter had an abdominal tumor. To their surprise and utter shock, they discovered that their little baby girl was in fact seven months pregnant. And just six weeks later, on May 14, 1939, Medina gave birth via C-section to a healthy six-pound baby boy, making her the youngest mother in the world. Her case took the world of the time by surprise and gained national attention. Medina has never revealed who the father was and her family still shunned publicity from the outside world. The fact <laughs> that a five-year-old girl can get pregnant still creeps me out. And it's unthinkable, actually, to think that a five-year-old girl can carry another child inside of her. Oh, my God. Recent studies have shown that girls who were sexually abused may go through puberty faster than their peers. So, there are suspicions that precocious puberty, I don't know if I got that right, 
might be accelerated by sexual contact at an early age. I'm guessing you all know that this is a case of sexual assault that must have led to Medina's pregnancy. So I invite you all to check out this term and learn more. Um, There was this doctor actually who reported to a medical journal that Lena had her first period only at eight months old. Crazy, right? Other publications hinted that she began having regular menstrual periods at the age of three. Hmm. Wow. Medina showed that she had already developed breasts, womanly hips, and advanced bone growth around the time she got pregnant. Her body was already like a petite mature woman. Medina never told doctors or the authorities who the father was, but we can guess that this is the case of sexual assault. And it's also very likely that she might not have known herself what was being done to her. Strange but true indeed. Still on the strange but true segment, do you know that attempting to escape from prison is not punishable in Germany? as the law considers freedom to be a basic human instinct. However, a prisoner who damages property, murders, or assaults someone while escaping will be guilty of those crimes, and if caught, he or she will be liable to be sent back to prison to serve the remainder of his sentence. Hmm. So, it's pretty much impossible to escape, yeah? Other countries like Mexico and Austria have similar policies and obviously very, very weird terms and conditions attached. In Germany, for example, it's close to impossible to escape prison without breaking a law. If the prisoner damages bars, it's damage to property. If the prisoner runs away with his prison clothes on, it's theft. Taking hostages or beating someone will be punished as well. Any crime you do while trying to escape prison will be held against you. It's illegal to help someone escape from prison. So how do you want to escape? From the Mexican law, any prisoner that escapes prison will not be penalized, but any form of violence performed will result in six months to three years imprisonment. Ooh, okay. So any other terms and conditions (laughs) all right next up is uh the segment i titled global matters and i'd really like you all to listen to that if you've stayed to this point you can as well get to the end stay tuned This is the final segment of this episode. If you've made it this far, then know that I saved the best for the last. I will be addressing a national problem. Over the past few weeks, we've had young women, including a case of a pregnant woman, raped 
by men multiple times. Some of them die as a result and some are murdered after the act. It is really alarming because as I speak to you, I've taken extra measures to protect myself. I understand that this is not peculiar to Nigeria. And I wonder what it would take to curb the onslaught of gender-based violence. I have heard rape apologists tie senseless reasons such as indecent dressing to rape occurrences. I have seen women cause confusion by redefining what consent is and is not, while firstly accusing men of raping them. And once again, the true victims are left unattended to, left to die in silence and never to report their story. You should know that digital exposure has brought to limelight what has been in existence for decades. Many more are suffering. I appeal to everyone out there, do not wait for Twitter hashtags to update you on the freshest victim. Prevent the next hashtag justice for whatever name that we come after. Be your neighbor's keeper. Show some love. Be the shoulders one can lean on. Denounce rape. Avoid messy situations. Be informed. Be ready to fight for the oppressed. Advocacy is not for the selected. Advocacy is a battle for peace on earth. I therefore dedicate this episode to the silent ones, the voiceless, the seemingly hopeless and helpless ones. You can only be heard or seen if you take a step. And when you do, the world will be one man, a woman less of cruelty. Stay strong. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to frequent this channel. Check out other episodes while you anticipate what comes next. If you like what you hear, do not listen alone. Share these episodes with your friends. It's pretty easy and will only cost you over 10 seconds of your time. Do you have a story that needs to be heard? Feel free to send me a voice message here on Anchor or an email. Better still, reach me on any of the social media platforms. I am Queen and extremely honored to be the host of this episode. As I live with you, African sounds and chants, know that this is not a conclusion, but a promise for better sounds, better content, better stories, greater impact, and most importantly, a better version of ourselves the next time we meet. See you next episode.